Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Pixie Dust Discussions Podcast. Yes, hello, everybody. Yeah, it's going to be a great episode. But first, we want to take just a second to talk about what's going on in the world because it's pretty serious. I don't know. I struggle with having the right words to say about things like this, but it's like, it's all devastating. And we're going to have a link in our Instagram bio of things that you guys can do to help show your support for the fight for racial justice. And Disney actually came out with, what's the word? A statement Mm -hmm. regarding it. You have it, right? I do. Um, It was yesterday, May 30th, and it was called Resolve in a Time of Unrest, a message to fellow employees. And the statement is by Bob, not Iger, Bob Iger, yes. And then the other Bob, whose last name I... Chapek, 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 It's something like, yeah, something like that. Yes. CH, whatever. And Latondra Newton. I just wanted to say, like, I'm going to read a quote from it because it's basically like the last paragraph and it says their whole, basically what the whole letter is about. Um, But it says, we intend to focus our efforts and resources to compassionately and constructively talk about these matters openly and honestly as we seek solutions. We intend to keep the conversation going, not just for today, but for as long as it takes to bring out real change, to bring about real change. I think Disney is really good at like shedding light onto things for the most part. And I think it's, it's, it's good that they're at least making a statement and showing that they care about what's going on especially being diverse and you know yeah so we will have links in our instagram bio and maybe we can put it in the description of this yes just to give you guys ways that you can donate sign petitions stuff like that and just help out we didn't want to start this you know light-hearted podcast not discussing anything so yeah Today is a really fun episode because we're going to be talking about Galaxy's Edge. But before we get into that, we're just going to update you on like Disney news and how they're doing right now, especially Mm, our two parks in the United States. So as of May 20th, which I think also was last week, Disney Springs is open. They've reduced the capacity. They are all wearing face masks. There's plexiglass, social distancing, obviously. They're doing the same temperature tests that they were doing in Shanghai. And not everything is open. I heard that the Disney... Wait, is it there? I think I think this is right. If this isn't right, nobody listen to me. The Disney stores that are open in Disney Springs right now, probably the equivalent to like World of Disney in Downtown Disney here, like that type of thing, that they are kind of on a reservation system to like get into the store, right? And that there was like a three-hour wait to get on to the reservation. So not even like to get into the store, but to get a reservation because you had to like wait in line. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So, um, so just stay home. When they did open, it was super crowded, like super full. It was hard to get in anywhere. But now apparently it's pretty empty, especially if you go at the right time. I read a blog post of people who were going in the morning. So as stores were opening, And it got progressively busier throughout the day, but they said, like, they walked into the Disney store and they had, like, no problems. Like, they said everything looked further, spread further apart so that when you're, like, looking at stands and stuff, you're still distancing. And that there were only a couple of other customers in the store. So I think if you pick your timing correctly, especially if you go on, like, a weekday, you'll probably get a lot better luck than if you're going on, like, 
especially back when it first opened and then on a weekend and stuff like that. And what I thought was super, super, super cool was that they had stormtroopers there and they're just part of the atmosphere now to give you a little bit more Disney. And they hung up um, like first order flags and they stand there and they tell you to social distance. Like they tell you to keep walking. And yeah, it's so cute. I love it. I keep walking. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, they stand on the top of the movie theater. I love that. That's dope. That's good on them. So, but Disney World is scheduled to open. Yeah. Right? Ooh. Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom are opening on July 11th, and Epcot and Hollywood Studios are set to open on July 15th. And our park is also set to open on July 15th, but we haven't opened anything whatsoever in Anaheim. Like, we haven't opened the downtown Disney we haven't opened anything so we'll see for us but I think for them they have a really good shot and they're doing a really good job they also because we talked about this in our Shanghai episode they have signs that tell you where to stand instead of where Mm -hmm. not to stand like they did in Shanghai yeah weird (laughs) I feel like Disney World is gonna have a better experience in my opinion of reopening I've it's larger like I just feel like it's going to be better there. I, f- I just feel like it's going to be a mess here. Are we going to go? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But Any other news? Yeah, as far as Disney World goes, they stopped selling new tickets. So only people who had existing tickets and people who are pass holders can go. Yeah. And then they changed the hours and they canceled everyone's dining reservations because they're not going to have as much capacity. They also canceled magic hours, to, so if you're staying in a hotel, you don't get really anything special. Because they also canceled the dining plan, which I guess in Disney World, you, like, pay a certain amount, and then, I don't know, something. Yeah, you get, like, certain meals. It's, yeah. like, it's kind of like a credit system yeah. sort of thing. Little things. It'll be okay. Yeah, but that's what's going on. Disneyland, our Disneyland, California, pushed their date from July yeah. 1st to July 15th. Do you think it's not going to be open? on the birthday i don't know i would like to see them open up downtown disney first but if they know what they're doing and they're just going to open up all three i hope they do it on the day that they're promising it's just that this is yet another time that they've pushed it back yeah i'm like stop pushing it back just if we can't open up we can't open up there's nothing nothing's going to change that you know but why give out a date if you're just going to change it but I think it'll be really interesting because I don't know about you, but like, I'm certain that there's going to be another wave of cases that come out that kind of like shuts everything down again. It's just, it's most likely going to happen, you know, and, you know, I'm glad that we could open up for this time and hopefully help the economy a little bit, like by like going out and stuff. But inevitably, I, I do see us going back into quarantine at some point. It would be wild to see Disneyland open and then have to close again. I feel like at that point, though, they might be a little bit too, I don't want to say like scared, but I just don't think they'd want to close again. So I think they might just like limit capacity to like even more, like just as much as they could, unless it was so like so bad that everyone went like full quarantine again. Yeah, I mean, obviously we don't know what's going to happen, so we'll be updating you guys, so... Yeah, definitely. Time to get into today's topic. I am so excited. So, okay, I think I might be, I think I'm definitely a little bit more excited 
to talk about this than Rachel is. Oh, 100%. So we're talking about Galaxy's Edge. Real quick, I don't know how much of a Star Wars fan Rachel is. I recently became a Star Wars fan, so I watched I watched 4, 5, 6, and 1, 2, 3 probably about two years ago. And then because of Rise of the Resistance, which is we're, we're going to talk about later, but because of Rise of the Resistance, I absolutely fell in love with Kylo Ren. <laughs> then about, I would say, a couple weeks later, I watched 7, 8, and 9 all in one night for Kylo. I love it. Great times. And yeah, now I've watched all the movies I can't believe you several, did that. several times. Yeah. On <laughs> May the 4th, I also watched every, like, I watched all the movies, including not the animated one, but I watched Solo and Rogue One. Wow. Yeah. I've seen, okay, I have seen all the movies except for the one that just came out. I didn't get to. I didn't the last get a, one in this in the series, the three, the trilogy. Yeah, so I didn't get a chance to see that one, and I just haven't taken the time to watch it yet. I'm not against watching it. I just haven't. You can miss it. It'll be okay, <laughs> but I will say, like, if you ask me what happens in any of the movies, I cannot tell you a single detail. Like, I know nothing. I like Star Wars, and I think it's really fascinating. But it is so confusing to me that I've never been able to, like, truly get into it, which is kind of frustrating. But at the same time, I've just kind of, like, come to terms with it. So I have an appreciation for it, but the knowledge, I lack it all. Oh, I totally get that because before I, probably before I watched 7, 8, and 9, I had seen the other six a couple of other times. My first Star Wars movie was Rogue One and I fell asleep because I saw it in the theaters and I've <laughs> never seen another Star Wars movie before. And I was in second row. So please don't hate me because I know someone out there is like, I can't believe she fell asleep during She's Rogue like, One. They're like, turn podcasts off now. <laughs> Honestly. But I promise I had like plenty of good reasons. It's okay. Now, so back then, I and even after seeing the six, all of the first six for the first time, I couldn't yeah. have told you anything. And I feel like, Kind of growing up as a Disney fan, especially when Disney was like Star Wars. Yeah. You kind of grow up as a Star Wars fan, even if you're like not really a Star Wars fan. Also, just because it's so popular. Yeah. But because I was so exposed to Star Wars my whole life, like my brother was Darth Vader a couple years for Halloween. And like I've always known about Star Wars and known like the basic stuff, but. Now I have facts, I have stories, I I can actually name names. I couldn't do names except for, like, whoever the main characters Luke were. Luke and Leia. I couldn't, yeah, literally. I couldn't do any other names except for, like, Luke, Leia, Han, and Chewbacca. I'm like, who yeah. is everyone else? I don't know. Darth Vader? I don't know him. I don't know him. <laughs> main guy? Nah. Yeah. Anyway, right. so Galaxy's Edge is really cool because it's basically its own little world, obviously, because it's Disney, but it takes place on... Batu, Batu. I don't know. Someone's gonna yell at me for my. I would say Batu, Batu. Yeah, not Batu, Batu. <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe if I'm saying Batu, it's just me as like, it's like Ray. Maybe Batu, Batu. I don't know. Batu. I'm not British. Batu. <laughs> ba- ba- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no it's on Batu, Batu. Um, <laughs> at the Black Spire outpost. Okay. It takes place in between movies eight and nine, and every single day is the same day. It's locked in time. 
Okay. So basically, like, the second the park closes and, like, the second it opens the next day, it's just the same day all over again, which is why you can have some characters who might not make it through the end of Nine in, like, the land and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. which is cool. Spoilers! Just kidding. I I know what what happens in Nine, so... (laughs) I was being really careful with my words. (laughs) Should we give a spoiler alert? Just spoil it. Oh, spoiler alert. My husband dies. Yeah. Yeah, what... Yeah, but that's why he can be there, which is cool. The first three times yeah. I met him, I cried. And then after <laughs> I fell in love with him, I haven't met him since because the park's closed. We miss him. It's yeah, forbidden honestly. Love. <laughs> forbidden love, truthfully. <laughs> yeah, so it's cool. I like how they created a whole world for it, though. Like, I like yeah. how it's a thing. Also, it's it's the first order. Those are the people. Sometimes people will say, like, the Empire during this mm-hmm. time. Or the Republic, I guess. But that's not it. It's the First mm-hmm. Order. Which I don't really care. If you said any of the three to me, I'd be like, cool, whatever. Yeah. My cast member friends who I asked for all of this information from, they it's the First Order. Picky? Mm-hmm. Yeah, picky. Yeah. Dang. Okay. I love it. Also, they create... Well, they didn't create... There was a character that hasn't been in any of the movies. Her name is Vi. She goes around in the parks... So she's in books. She hasn't been in any movies, and she was created for a book in 2017, I believe, called Phasma, about Captain Phasma. Okay. And she's part of the Resistance, so sometimes you'll see her talking to, like, Chewbacca or Rey because she's, like... Is she in, like, a suit? Mm-hmm, like the orange okay, I do jumpsuit thing. Is. Yeah, 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 with yeah. the blue hair. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Her hair's, like, <laughs> black, and then it, like, it's, like, half blue. Like, how mine's half pink. Okay. Yeah sure anyway she exists and the author of phasma basically called her like a female poe so if you know poe she's just like a female version of him she's part of the resistance she does her best to fight i think she's the one who told who told leia that they needed more people on batu batu i'm sorry um (laughs) that they needed more people so she sent more resistance people there which is I think why Ray is supposed to be there I don't really know I don't know the whole thing but it is a whole thing and I like how they have like a whole story and everything yeah for there's this a land. giant backstory to it yeah it's really cool I will say that many moons ago aka like five years ago five oh my god like five years ago d23 2015 I was there when Galaxy's Edge was announced. I was in the room and like, you know, I I was in that. That's so exciting. It it was actually pretty cool. But I remember back then and like the hype for Galaxy's Edge was that there were supposed to be so many more characters roaming and that is something they lack, baby. So yeah. So Um, Just because I have so many cast member friends and I hear all the deets, let me just tell you a little bit about what this land could have been. Basically, first of all, the cantina was supposed to be like two times bigger and stormtroopers were supposed to come in and there was supposed to be like this whole show, like every like time interval, you know, so it could have been like every 30 or every 45 minutes. And you usually stay in there for a pretty long time. So you probably would catch them or you'd just miss them and you'd be like, dang. But stormtroopers go in there and they were supposed to shut everything down and then start walking around and like talking to people. But the cantina is so small and so crowded that they can't do that now. Also, stormtroopers were supposed to be everywhere. So right now there's usually two to four 
walking around. They're usually on a rotation. So there's like two out and then there's two backstage and then they just flip flop. You know how characters mm-hmm. do like every 30, yeah. every 45 minutes. Yeah. But right now it's like, it's just two outside and then maybe Kylo or like you'll see Ray and Chewie. Like they're out often, which is awesome. Love it. But there's not enough. There's also yeah. all these platforms and like railings and cross beams created for them to like, not a cross beam. They don't just like walk on like construction, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they're supposed to, like, stormtroopers are supposed to be able to go up there and, like, walk around. And it's supposed to be, like, a thing when, like, when you're over there, stormtroopers are everywhere. You're supposed to be, like, scared. It's supposed to add to atmosphere. Yeah. So there's just a lot more things that I think they could have done or that they said they were going to do and that they wanted to do. Yeah. And it didn't end up happening. Honestly, I think they have the resources and they have the cast members. They could easily send out at least four more stormtroopers at a time. Yeah. But that's just my thing. Well, especially because it was supposed to be, like, other characters. Like, there were supposed to be, I don't know if this is the correct term, but, like, aliens or whatever the people are on each of the planets. Like, there were supposed to be characters like that walking around. So for you to just have, like, Stormtroopers, Kylo Ren, Rey, Chewie, it's like, eh, you guys could have had so much more, you know? Yeah. And that's what you guys said, so come on, deliver. No, yeah. I mean, it's just, like, I get that, like, those characters are harder to create. So, like, honestly, I would be okay with just more stormtroopers or, like, just whatever. There's also no meet and greet areas in there. So when you meet people, don't expect to, like, take pictures or spend time with them, especially Kylo Ren and the stormtroopers. They do not want to take a picture with you. 99% of the time, they'll shut you down. You'll probably just take a picture of them talking to someone else or, like, if they're just standing there and you take a picture with them. It's awkward. It's, like, weird. Don't try to stop them when they're, like, walking around. Not a good time. Not fun. Is Kylo still meeting in what used to be Innoventions or whatever, like, that big building? Yeah, I was going to say in Launch Bay. I haven't been there a lot. Like, I've been there a lot, but I haven't been there a lot recently. Yeah. I don't, I'm not really sure who meets there right now. I'm sure he come. like, he meets sometimes. It's weird because the characters there, like, change. Like, I yeah. saw Phasma there when I was there. If you want to do meet and greets with them, that's a better place to do it would be in Tomorrowland because, like, they're more likely to stop. In Galaxy's Edge, they really push atmosphere. So, like, Ray, you'll often find, like, Ray and Chewbacca hiding from stormtroopers. Like, yeah. I've been, like with Chewbacca and Rey, like, as they get, like, we're hiding behind pillars because, like, stormtroopers are coming and they're, like, scared. It's a whole thing and it's really cool. And I love it. One time I was meeting the stormtroopers and they went up on the platform on top of the garage and Vi was at the bottom of the garage. So people who were walking around were like, stormtroopers, Vi. And then Vi Mm. was like, no, you're gonna get me killed. So it's, like, a whole thing and it's super cute. And I will say they do a really good job at making it so immersive. Like, it's probably one of the most immersive things they've done totally yeah Yeah, not like I'll give Disney crap for not giving everything that they said they were gonna give but walking into there it is totally immersive and I know that this is something Disney has like been trying to do but I'd say like Cars Land they like they tried you know you have like pretty big walls that like block off the outside world whatever and it's pretty immersive but like galaxy's edge is so different when you're in there you cannot see anything else in the park you cannot see anything outside the park you are on batu <laughs> yes 
it was it's like one of the most amazing things they've done even if you're not a star wars fan you can totally appreciate it if you've never been you should always walk in from the entrance by splash mountain so if you walk towards splash mountain there's like a weird back entrance and you kind of don't even see it but it is the entrance that they have everybody go through when the park opens and it's the most immersive because it's slow like you're kind of walking through like this weird area of disneyland where it's just a path so it slowly turns into it and it's just so cool the other places you kind of walk in you're like right there but if you've never been like first time going walk in through that side I was gonna say when I went for the very first time I walked in through one of the other entrances and it's it's like too fast it's shocking if you've been there before it's fine like obviously you know but like yeah it's it's too much because I I felt so overwhelmed I was like whoa Mm -hmm. where am I yeah and I always said like I'm the type of person at Disneyland where I know everything, like wherever I am, I feel comfortable. I know where to get to wherever. Going into Galaxy's Edge, I felt like such a loser. I was like, where am I? I don't know anything. Everybody here knows more than me. And so yeah, go through the splash, the near Splash Mountain, go through that entrance. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's my favorite entrance to go to, especially if I'm alone. Like if I'm going for opening, this is like my ideal morning in Galaxy's Edge is to like go get my coffee on Main Street or maybe like in downtown before the park opens and then walk through that entrance. It's so nice because the sun is like just hitting in and the world is like changing as you're walking through it and the music like slowly Mm -hmm. starts up and it starts just as like background stuff like it sounds like just atmosphere stuff and then you hear like music. It is amazing. Best entrance to go to best time. Honestly, I will go in Galaxy's Edge sometimes, especially if I'm by myself. I'll just walk around. I'll sit for a while and then I'll leave. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, I love how they like make it super, super immersive. Like all the cast members that are not entertainment cast members, like if they're not performers, they're still obviously like as Disney, like they're still in outfits that are like Star Wars. Like you look at them and you're like, you belong here. And like their name tags and everything like that is all written in, I don't know the name of the language and I'm not going to try to say it, but it's all written in like the Star Wars language and stuff too. And even like fast pass stuff, everything they do with like fonts there is like so amazing. And those cast members, if like you walk by them, they greet you like their hellos are- Yes, bright suns. And then if it's night, it's rising moons. And if you say it back to them or if you say it to them first, they adore it adore it's it so cute I love that and then when you're leaving I have some goodbyes for you so you can say hi and bye to your favorite cast members you can say till the spire or may the spires keep you those are Ooh. both goodbyes which are they're both kind of like haunting but I we love it they're saucy yeah but I love the cast members and they love if you like get into it with them so if you start going like full Star Wars like you can ask them questions you can ask them if like what side they're on and stuff and they get really into it it's like really cool like everyone who works there yeah I will say like outside I won't say every restaurant because I've definitely been in there with like with people in restaurants like if they're working food where they're just like what do you want to eat and I'm like (laughs) sorry have a nice day but like they're awesome they love talking to you this one boy I met was amazing my (laughs) friend was taking pictures with his new lightsaber so we went with him and there was like a photo pass person and then just a person standing next to him and the person standing next to him was like obviously a cast member and I ended up standing by him because I was just waiting for my friend to stop taking the pictures and he starts like talking to me and he's like are you getting a lightsaber did you get one and I was like nah and he was like are you gonna take pictures with his lightsaber and I was like nah (laughs) then he was like can I show you something and I was like okay 
Mm-hmm. And he took out a mini blaster and he was like, we're not supposed to have these. I'm not going to expose his name. So uh-huh. I'm not. So, but he was like, we're not supposed to have these. So don't tell anyone. And it was like what? cute. It like made noises and a little light came off. I was freaking out. So it was fun. so cute. It was like a keychain or something. Goals. <laughs> Honestly. Hey, if he's out there, if you're out there, mm-hmm. I'm here. <laughs> I loved him. He was wonderful. He was really funny, too. Yeah. Anyway, so they're really, like, they're fun. They really get into it if you talk Star Wars with them. Cute. I love, like, the characters. I will say, don't harass them. I don't know why this has to be said. But when I asked about characters for my cast member friends, like, the first thing they said was, like, don't harass them. Especially my man Kylo. I'd love to say, if you're sexually harassing him, it's an actor. Excuse me? You, like, that is a human being. It's, an, like, it's not Kylo Ren. I'm sorry. Yeah. Leave them alone. Especially Kylo. I don't know why this has to be said. I get it. I get it. Trust me. He's beautiful. <laughs> but you don't have to sexually harass a poor person who's just trying to talk to you. And, like, they're just trying to do their job and you're sexually yeah. harassing them. Also, they have masks on. So, like, stopping weird. Stop. Sorry, everybody, but stop. (laughs) Yeah. Also, some tips. If you want stormtroopers or maybe even Kylo, but especially stormtroopers, to come up to you, they can arrest you. They do this to me just because I am friends with people who are friends with stormtroopers. But if you act suspicious or, like, scared of the stormtroopers, I'm already scared when they come around. Like, this was (laughs) even before, before I had, like, some... Some homey stormtroopers, you know, I was just afraid of them and I'm still afraid of them. Yeah. And so they would come up to me and talk to me because I would legitimately look at them and start like walking the other way or being like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, can we leave? And that's what happened with Kylo is like the three different times I've talked to Kylo. One time I accidentally ran into him because we were both walking, started crying. And the other two times I looked suspicious and he walked up to me and was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, I don't know what a Star War is. Please leave me alone. (laughs) And I would just like, I would leave and start crying because he's scary. But now, now it's another ball game, but whatever. It's kind of like when you go into a haunted house, you want to act like not scared so that the characters don't talk to you. Like you want to be the scared person that the scares want to scare. So yeah, that's like how you got to go to the stormtroopers and Kylo. Also, if you have a kid, don't try this if you're an adult because, or like even a teenager because they will literally smack you down. If you have a kid, like a kid kid, they can do the Jedi mind trick on stormtroopers. It's so cute. They can raise their hand and say, you will leave this area. And the stormtrooper, I mean, depending on the person, but I'm pretty sure like almost everyone, like no one's going to say no. Almost every stormtrooper is going to be like, okay, they just leave. Because it's the mind trick. It's a Jedi mind trick. And they're kids, so they're not going to say no. So cute. Stop. That is the cutest thing. I love that. Yeah, so take your kid, take a video. It's awesome. I also love when they talk to service dogs. I think it's so cute. They always talk to service dogs and they're like, identification, please. And the dog's like, Aka, excuse me. (laughs) I could believe it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. Also, Ray is really awesome um, to talk to if you like. So she'll play a lot of games with kids, but if you start talking to her about something, she like, They all love Star Wars. They will go off. They will not stop talking about Star Wars. You can literally talk about, like, what's going on that day, and they'll have something for you, like any cast member. But, like, I just think with Rey, it's, like, really, really awesome because they also have to be, like, alert, and they're looking around for stormtroopers, and it's, like, you're experiencing it with them. Yeah. Also, my last character thing. Don't stop 
Chew- like, don't stop Chewbacca. You can kind of stop Ray just to talk to her for a bit. She's, like, a little bit Ray, more like, flexible. Ray, like, I've seen her, Yeah, like, Ray will yeah. stop. She'll stop and play games, too, like Peter does. Mm-hmm. Also, Vi was probably the same as Ray. But don't try and stop Chewbacca. They, like, kind of have to walk around. Like, if you see him and he gets to, like, and you get to talk to him, it's great. Get a hug from him. Unless you're wearing white, don't wear white and get a hug from him because I did and it was awful. Does it actually, like, shed? It sheds. Ew. It sheds so much. I I literally had a, a Chewbacca, like, a Chewbacca. So Chewbacca, Chewbacca at Disney <laughs> ran up to me and gave me this big, big hug, and I wasn't paying attention. I didn't know Chewbacca was there. So he runs up to me to give me this big hug, and I'm like, oh, yay, Chewy hug. So I take the hug, and then I'm like, hey, Chewy, thanks for stopping by. And then we say goodbye, right? And I go back to my thing, and I look down, and I am covered Ew. in Wookiee hair. I'm like, get it off. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Dirty. I love yeah, that, so. So Han wasn't wrong. He sheds a lot. All right. What you got next? Next I got food. Have you had any food at Galaxy's Edge? I don't think I've had anything. I haven't had okay. blue milk. I haven't had green milk. I don't. Yeah. I've only been twice, everybody. I'm so sorry. <laughs> then the park closed. Yeah. I honestly, like, I've been there a lot just because everyone I knew, like, loved it at first. Like, before I was, like, super into Star Wars, everyone I knew loved it. And then, like, I have so many friends that work in Galaxy's Edge, so I'll get, like, texts, and someone will be like, I saw your Snap Maps, like, come visit me. And, like, I have, like, four different cast member friends that'll, like, just text me from Galaxy's Edge whenever I'm there. And they're like, come visit me in Galaxy's Edge. So I'm like, all right, gotta go. So I've been there a lot. But I wanted to talk food, so. Okay. You can just tell me your opinions on this stuff, because I got descriptions. Okay. Okay. So first of all, I 100% recommend a Ronto wrap. If you want to eat anything, get a Ronto wrap. Rachel just made a <laughs> I've just <laughs> never heard of that. What is this? Okay, so it is like, it's the pita, it's the hot dog and a pita bread. It's what it looks like. So if you've seen pictures of it. No. Galaxy's Edge has really weird food. And okay. I'll say it's definitely hit or miss. But okay. Ronto wraps, amazing. So they have a vegan option too, and then they have um, a normal Ronto wrap. So the normal Ronto wrap is roasted pork, grilled pork sausage, peppercorn sauce, tangy slaw, and it's wrapped in pita bread. And it's really, really good. But what I like even more is the vegan Ronto wrap. Yeah, how do you make it vegan? It's plant-based sausage, (laughs) spicy kimchi, sweet pickled cucumber, I can't pronounce this, plant-based gochujang spread. I don't know. I butchered it. Please don't hate me. And it's wrapped in it's wrapped in pita. So it's like a pita sandwich thing. Okay. The vegan one is better than the regular one, but those are really good. So if you're going to Galaxy's Edge and you want to eat, get a Ronto wrap. Okay. But I'm also like a very picky eater, so I'm not a good judge. Yeah. Well, I mean, Star Wars, like the food, all the food in the land is all kind of like weird. It is so whack. So you have to be yeah. like selective because it's like... It's, what's it called? It's not an island. It's planet food. It's space food, you know? I don't recommend Docking Base 7. And here's my thing. I like it. I've liked it. I've gone there three or four times, and I've liked it half of the time. So probably four, and I've liked it twice. I got the pot roast twice, and the first time I hated it. The second time it was great. I also got what was called the Tippy Up Salad, but I can't find it on the menu anymore. Hated it. Why did you like 
what was it pot roast why'd you like it the mm-hmm. first time and not or vice versa what made it bad? yeah vice versa so the first I think it's just because it's like I wouldn't say it's an acquired taste because I only had it twice but like it's weird and like honestly if you're eating in galaxy's edge don't expect normal person food like if if you're a mac and cheese kind of person don't go there but it's it's just very like weird and strange and the flavor combination is strange and the textures are strange what's up this says there's a kids meal called the yob shrimp noodle salad and it sounds yeah. really good yeah it's like noodles and shrimp and like what kale or something yeah it says veggies so yeah yeah sweet orange dressing oh i would like that that sounds so yeah good. they have like a full-size version of it too i think oh yeah but we love a good kids meal I've never had anything. I need to try all of this. I love shrimp. This is like glass noodles, or at least it looks like it. Okay, let's go. I'm sure it probably is. I didn't get it. I wanted to get it, and then when I asked the girl what she liked, she said, not that. So I got something else. <laughs> not that. But okay. I'll try it next time. I just didn't want to order it after she was like, I don't like it. <laughs> you know? I was like, shrimp. I actually want that. <laughs> You're like, mm, I'm not going to go with your advice. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk blue milk, green milk. I know you haven't had it. But I've heard about these. Okay, so I had blue milk first. Okay. And then I had green milk. I like them both. I honestly can't pick a favorite because I've had them at like separate times. I haven't had like mine and then like I haven't had a blue and a green like together. But I do like them. So what what the blue milk is, is a plant-based blend of coconut Mm -hmm. and rice milk with what they call fruity characteristics, which I'm pretty sure just means artificial flavoring. Love. And then Mm -hmm. the green milk is the same, but... Its characteristics, instead of being fruity, are zippy citrus and tropical. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, so one of them's more citrusy like and one of them's more fruity. Honestly, it's just like having like a kind of like a slushy because they're like icy kind of. Yeah. They're not milky. They're like literally icy. I was expecting I was, milk. Uh, me too. I was yeah. so shocked to find out that they were slushies. I also love that it's like plant-based so everyone can have it, especially because I don't really like having dairy. So if I can have a plant-based drink, I love it. And I like them both a lot. I Like I said, I can't really tell the difference and I don't like either like either or more, but I think they're really good. What I don't yeah. like is this dr- lovely drink they made called the, mm-hmm. I can't pronounce this, Toydaria Swirl, which is just, it's the green milk. Oh, this is the one you had. <laughs> yes. Hear me <laughs> out. It's the green milk. And then it has lime seasoning. I think it's tahini powder. Yeah. And mango jelly. And it's disgusting. <laughs> on top. So, like, they put the tahini powder, like, in it. But it's also on top of it. So, like, you can't take a sip. And, like, there's no straw. So you can't take a sip without, like breathing in the powder (laughs) disgusting i was there alone drinking it and then i got arrested by stormtroopers while i was trying to find a trash can to throw it away because i hated it oh my gosh i remember you posting about that that was like my first experience with that drink it was so funny because i posted it on my story yeah and then i posted an update because i just posted a picture of it because i was like oh i got the new disney drink i'm a disney person and then i was like update i hate it yeah i remember that it's so gross. Also, um, Rachel and I are not 21, and I'm not going to condone underage drinking on the podcast, but if you are 21 plus, the cantina has some great drinks. If you're under 21, they have some really good boba drinks. It's like alien poop. It's really good. Ew, would they call it that? No, but like you can see where the boba like 
comes, comes out of. Out? It's fake. Oh. But like you see a tank and then you see a bunch of poopies in there and then Disney. next like next to it, which it looks connected, but it's not. Mm-hmm. You see all the boba like in a thing. I'm not a boba snob, but I don't like I'm not like, oh, it's, I don't like it because of the texture. I just don't like a lot of boba. Like, I'm selective. It's pretty good. And it's, like, exploding. It's, like, popping boba. Like, they used to have at Yogurtland. Okay. Really fun times. I love it. And I just, like, sit there and pop it in between my teeth. That's so fun. I love that. Yeah. So that's all I have to say about food. Obviously, you probably have nothing to add (laughs) about food. No, but, like, I want, I'm so, I just want to try them. Like, I'm so excited to go. I want, we should go. And have a day where we just get a ton of the food and like just taste it all, or yes. me taste it all. We can except for you the haven't podcast. tasted the shrimp. Yeah, yeah. So when I try blue milk slash green milk, guys, I'll let you know which one's my favorite. Maybe we'll do a little bonus episode. Rise of the or wait, Galaxy's Edge Part Two. Yes, Galaxy's Edge, but Rachel's actually been there. <laughs> Rachel's actually been there enough to have a comprehensive thought about the land <laughs> yes literally my next thing was merch I'm sure you haven't bought any merch but have you like looked around in the shops and stuff um I saw a couple things outside of the ride and I know you can buy a lightsaber have you only been on the ride is like have you only gone in to go to the ride you haven't like walked around or anything I walked around the first time I went but I don't like I didn't I was just kind of like, whoa, what is all this? Not like, mm-hmm. let me look in depth. So I, yeah. I'm i not familiar with a lot of the merch. Yes. So the lightsabers are awesome. If you're thinking about getting one, if you're on the fence, I would say go. Not yeah. even to get the lightsaber, but just to go in the experience. Yeah. Every single friend I have that's getting a lightsaber, I am like, take me with you because it is so fun. And You can bring in, like, a certain amount of guests, so I think it's, like, three or something or two as you go in. My friend and I went with our other friend, and it's a whole thing. So, like, there's three or four cast members in there, and you're in, like, a circular desk kind of thing, like a circular counter. In the middle is the person who does the monologue, and they basically monologue all about, like, the history of, like, what's going on, the history of kyber crystals, which, like, is what makes your lightsaber work. It it basically is your lightsaber. Is that, like... There's, like, red crystals, and then, like, the black is really rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I know things. (laughs) She's on it, yes. They're awesome. Anyway, so they monologue, and then the lights in the room change with the monologue, and the music changes, so their monologue is, like, timed with everything else that goes on in the room. It is amazing. Anyway, so it's a whole thing, and if you do get a lightsaber, I always recommend, obviously, you guys are smart, but taking pictures of it at night. Mm-hmm. And if you have photo pass or if you're paying for photo pass for the day or if your pass has it or if you're with someone whose pass has it. Yeah, do, do that. photo pass. <laughs> so I get it through Annie. Take your pictures with photo pass at night. They turn out awesome. Or if you have a camera, if you're like a person, whatever. Or like mm-hmm. if you want to do a cool one with your phone. But if you have photo pass and you have the ability, do both or do like one or the other. When my friend got his lightsaber, it was already at night. And then we went in front of the Millennium Falcon. And that's where we took pictures. Great photo place. But because it was photo pass, like, they don't let anyone behind you. They don't let anyone in your picture. And then, like, they take care of making it, like, look good for you. So, like, take your lightsaber pictures at night. No, yeah. The photo pass in front of the Millennium Falcon. Falcon. (laughs) The photo pass people in front of the Millennium Falcon (laughs) are, like, the best 
like they know how to pose you in order to like get that picture because I was always I saw it on Instagram and I was like oh, how do people get that like wait for the photo pass and just go and do it even if you go up to them and like have them take a picture on your phone they'll still get the like angle that you need for that like amazing shot just a hot tip yes also if you find someone like blaster boy who's just standing there like mm-hmm. they can take Bless pictures you. on the phone or like your friends can stand next to the photo pass person and take pictures because they're like they literally pose you they're like hold the lightsaber like this yeah. or no that's what the blaster guy was doing he was posing him he was like hold the lightsaber like this do this and he just stands there and poses you like they have a whole thing it's really cool photo pass is awesome i recommend it yeah i also love the droids that they have they're so cute they're like remote control little awesome guys yes those are so cool i know i really want one and outside they have like this little like i don't even know it's like this little play area where you can like have your droids go on this little track characters stop there all the time when i am friends with friends with stormtroopers I mm-hmm. always am, like, walking around with the stormtroopers and, like, seeing what they're up to and, like, taking pictures of them behind them, you know, doing the thing. And they always go to there and they'll, like, talk to especially kids who are playing with their droids. And it's so cute. And, like, I've seen them, like, have, like, two of them will be doing a race and the stormtroopers walk up and they just start rooting for one of them. They're like, that one. <laughs> that one. They can, Well, they can't say anything specific. They're so like, they're just like, point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is so cute. That seems like a fun investment because, don't get me wrong, like, I feel like Star Wars merch is all about, like, authenticity of it and just, like, it's just memorabilia that's, like, fun to have. But the fact of, like, a droid, like, that you can control just is so fun to me. I love that. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the rides, which Rachel's been on, so I'll be monologuing Ooh, a little I bit can, less now. I can talk about things. Alrighty, so Smuggler's Run. I love this ride. I had to, like, think of which one's which. <laughs> this ride's fun. This is the Millennium Falcon one. Yeah, this one's fun. I think, okay, my experience with this ride, so I went on it with Annie, thank goodness. If you went on this ride and the person you went on it with hasn't already been on it, you would be so lost. They do not give, like, clear instructions as to what's going on or anything. I was so confused. So I love this ride. I've been on it honestly quite a few times now i like how interactive it is because it's like star tours but better because you get to like control it i will say it's like frustrating because like you want to win but you can't get too competitive when you're like with other people so like if i'm in a group of less than six or if i'm like by myself or if i haven't like talked to the other people and like jived with them before we got on the millennium falcon I just sit there and chillax. I press the buttons when they light up and I just sit there for a good time. And I think you have to go in with that mentality rather than the like, I want to win mentality. Yeah. What were we when we went on? We were the last ones. So we were the engineers. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Engineer, baby. So I'll say the jobs get easier as you go back. So if you're a pilot, which I've only been once because now I usually do single rider and you you're always engineer when you're a single rider unless someone trades with you. I was a pilot once and it was awful. It's like so hard. Like now that I've been on the ride so many times, I'm like, I can pilot and I'll be a little less scared. But it was my first time on the ride and I was a pilot. Scary times, dude. So hands-on. It's all up to you when you're a pilot, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the next is the gunners. And that one is like, 
you just press a button over and over again. And then, like, you yeah. press other flashing buttons. And it's the same thing with engineers. You just press the flashing buttons. Yeah. But I would say they're all fun. Like, even just sitting there and pressing buttons, like, I had so much fun. Because I just sat there and, like, I get to watch and then I get to still kind of be interactive yeah. and you get, like, scores and points at the end. I will say, like, since it was my first time, I was so, like, in the zone of, like, I have to click my buttons. And so I had a hard time, like, watching and doing that at the same time. Mm -hmm. But now that I've gone on, I know that, like, there's noises when the buttons light up, so I didn't need to be watching for them. So yeah, it'll get easier with time. Well, also, like, that's a hard thing, because unless you're, like, a pilot, your job doesn't really include looking forward. Like, even when you're a gunner, unless you're doing automatic, or I'm sorry, unless you're doing manual, you can do, like, manual or automatic, and I just do automatic, obviously. Like, you just sit there and you push the button, like, you know when to push (laughs) the button because it tells you when, but, like, everything else like if you're not a pilot your job is to the side of you so if you're like focused on a task or if you like look away you can like miss stuff like yeah luckily the first time I was a pilot so I got to see kind of like everything that we were able to do so I it was easier for me to like look and like know what's going on so with the first time I was something else when I looked away I didn't feel bad because I had already seen everything that there was to see for me yeah have you heard of Chewy Mode? I was going to, I put it in because I think you showed it to me, but I don't yeah. know much about it. So I just said Chewy Mode, Rachel. <laughs> I can talk about Chewy Mode. Um, yes. So I don't really know how people figured it out. I guess probably cast members. But if you guys watch the YouTube channel Fresh Baked Disney, he was the one who basically outed it to the world. Which was awesome, but he got, like, a group of other YouTube, like, Disney YouTubers, and they all went, and they went on the ride, like, multiple times trying to figure it out, and then ultimately a cast member told them how to do it, and I believe it's, like, because you have to activate something on the ride, right? Like, they'll be, like, oh, click that button to activate it. Mm -hmm. All you have to do, if I'm remembering this right, is you have to hit another button before you activate that's all you have to do. You just have to, like, hit something also, else, like, I think. Also, like, it had something to do with the seatbelts, too, right? Like, you have to do both of these before you buckle your seatbelts, Before, belts, I yes. I, yeah, you have to do it, like, right away. Because if the cast members, like, start it, like, you guys are all buckled in and started it, then, like, it won't work. So you have to do it, like, immediately. So this isn't something you can do with, like, if the six people in there aren't your friends, you probably won't get to do this because not everybody's going to understand but you guys can go look up, like, just look up on YouTube, Fresh Baked Disney Chewy Mode, and you'll find it right away. But basically, you, like, quote, break the Millennium Falcon, Falcon, sorry guys, Falcon, in a sense, and the entire ride, you just have Chewy yelling at you instead of the other dude. It's cool that there's different, like, things to this ride, so that not every time that you go on it, it's the exact same. Yeah, I also love how immersive the line is, like, I keep forgetting about it because recently I've been doing single rider, but the line is so immersive and it just goes along with like, it goes along with the land so well. I just love like when you walk in, like you don't, you don't feel like you're in a a line. Like it's like a normal Disney fashion, but it's like so immersive and so detailed that it's just like absolutely wonderful. And like walking through the Millennium Falcon, especially once you've already gotten your assignment. So whether you're a pilot, a gunner or an engineer... And you are on the Millennium Falcon. You've walked through, like, the terminal. You've walked through the terminal, and you are... Oh, you've walked through the gate in the terminal. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know space airplanes. But 
you're sitting there and then there's like the I don't know the name of the game I know I said I was a Star Wars fan but it's like the chess the yeah, yeah space yeah. chess and then there's like Chewie's little like place where he sleeps yeah. like it is so awesome I yeah. love it there yeah like I said like even if you're not a Star Wars fan like you can appreciate how immersive this part is and it really it just like sets you up it's so cool like I don't care about Star Wars that much but when I'm in there like it's so much fun yeah and you get like so hyped up you're like oh yeah heck yes I am on this ship and I'm going to drive it or like I'm gonna shoot stuff from it like it's so fun because you get to like be a part of it and you really you feel like you're going on the mission because first you're like briefed by the guy when you walk in that room and then like you literally get a little card like it's like a block thing handed to you for your assignment and like they're different colored so like you get to walk around like once you're in the Millennium Falcon, you get to walk around that little area until they call your color, which is so awesome. No, it's so much fun. I think that's so much fun. It's a cool ride. Yeah. I have a really great Smuggler's Run story. Okay. I'm excited. Chewbacca and I are like homies. Like Chewbacca and I are good. We go back, right? Okay. So my friends and I are at Disney and we're like, heck yes, we're going to go see Chewbacca today. We go back with Chewbacca. We love him. And he comes out and he's talking to us and we're like, hey. And there's actually this little hole on the side of the cantina. I wasn't going to bring this up in this episode, but it's funny. So whatever. No, I love there's it. a little hole on the side of the cantina and it can fit a person. I think I like as a joke was like, hey, Cameron, to, like, one of my friends, Cameron, I was, like, get in the Mm -hmm. hole. And then I think he did, and then, like, my other friend did. And when Chewbacca came out, my one of my friends was hiding in a hole, hiding in the hole, and, like, you can still see the person. So Chewbacca's like, hey, buddy, what are you doing? Or he, like, makes the Chewbacca sound, but you know what he's saying. (laughs) And then eventually we're just, like, talking to him, and people are, like, gathering around as they do when there's a character, which is, like, it's weird when you're talking to the character, but, like... There was like a crowd coming around and then my friend who was in the hole, because we're all close with Chewbacca, so we can just ask some demanding things sometime. We were like, hey, Chewie, how do you feel about taking us on the Millennium Falcon? And he was like, okay. So he walks up to the cast members in front of Smuggler's Run and he's like, let them on in Chewbacca language. He was like, let them on. So we skipped the whole line, me and my like, four friends so there's like five of us we skipped the whole line because we we're friends with Chewbacca went straight to the front and then we got like it was like we got to run the thing because it was like mostly us and like one or two other people yeah dang when you get special treatment special treatment from Chewie we love it dang all right are we are we talking rise yeah I'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited but this is what we've been waiting to talk about. Yeah, like, yeah, we are yeah. so excited. Ooh. Let's talk about, like, our day. So we, like, prepped for this because we, as you guys know, like, we went to see Magic Happens. And I basically was like, if this is my day off, like, we might as well go at opening and try to get Rise. And Annie was like, cool. So she slept over at my house. We left at, like... What time did we leave? Like 6? I think we left at like 6.20. We probably got to the parking structure at 7. And then we got in line for the tram. And then Annie was like, we should walk. And I was like, got it. So we start run like fast walking. 
then Annie's like, I need to go to the ticket booth and <laughs> renew my pass or like pay for it because the your payment didn't go through, right? Yeah, my monthly payment didn't go through. So I had to go pay for my pass at the window and there's like no way to fix it online. You have to go to the window. So the lines to get in were pretty long. So I was like, Annie, you go to the ticket booth. I'll stay in line. That way, by the time you're done, you can come. Well, I hacked the system and found a really short line. So I kept having to like let people in front of me. And I was like, Annie, please hurry. And so then she finally got there. It's fine. We, I think we got in at about, I think we got in at like 740. Yeah, it felt really early. Yeah, we, we had time, which was good because we, we walked in and we were like, okay, we have 20 minutes. Let's go sit down. Let's like figure ourselves out yeah. and we're going to get like fast passes. So my tip for everybody is you need somebody with a clock that has the seconds on it. So, oh my gosh, this story is crazy. <laughs> I love this. So I put my Apple watch on to the setting where I had the seconds. So I knew exactly when eight o'clock hit. And what you want to do is on your Disneyland app, you want to have everybody in your party's ticket on the phone that's going to, like, be getting the reservation for Rise, right? Mm -hmm. So we both had our tickets on each other's, which, like, thank God, just in case. And I remember being like, should you do it or should I? And Annie was like, I'll do it. And so I was like, cool, I'll tell you when. And so, (laughs) so... It like turns eight o'clock and Annie goes to do it and it's not working. And I go, okay, I'm on it. And I like go onto mine and I like rush and I'm doing it. And then we get like, what are they called? We get group 18 and I screamed. I screamed my head off. I was so excited. Honestly, getting a boarding pass is such an adrenaline rush. And because it's such a big thing. Everyone's kind of crowded together in the park and like rope drop hasn't happened yet. So no one's in the park park. So everyone's just on like Main Street. So there's so many people just sitting there doing the exact same thing as us. And like right when eight o'clock hits, people just start screaming because yeah. they got a boarding pass. And that was literally us. We're like screaming. And we were so <laughs> worried that we were going to get like a weird boarding pass time because I had to leave. And like we were scared that it was going to interfere with Magic Happens. Yeah. It was, like, the best thing that could have happened, though. We were so worried. And then they didn't start boarding at 8. And then we're like, okay, this is fine. Whatever. And then it comes, like, 8.30 and they're not boarding. And we're like, okay. And it's, like, 9.15. And I think I had to leave at, like, 11-ish. Like, sometime around that. And then it gets to the point where it's, like, it finally started boarding. And I was like, Rachel, I have to literally leave now. (laughs) like 30 minutes like I gotta go and then by the time it was like time for us I was like Rachel I'm leaving like I'm halfway out this park right now but we're walking to Galaxy's Edge together and we we get there and I'm like should I just call him my friend Tyler shout out hey Tyler he was in charge of the meeting and I called him or no I texted him and I'm like hey which we talked about this on the last episode but I was like hey so my boarding pass got called can I stay at Disney and be late to this meeting and then he immediately calls me and he's like, why didn't you tell me you were sick? And I was like, I couldn't lie. What? <laughs> and he's like, you should have lied. And he was like, how important is this to you? And I was like, it is so, so important. important to me, but I can, I'm sure I'll be back here another day. And like, I was, I've been on Rise two, twice now. I was like, I'm sure I'll be back another day. Like I can come. And he was like, no, go on the ride. I'll see you when you get here. And I was like, I 
love you. <laughs> so I kept texting him like updates like every like 10 minutes. I'd be like, like still on you. the ride. <laughs> and it's a long ride. So yeah, it's about 20. It's about a 20 minute experience. Like once you kind of get through the cave, like walking thing, like once you get to the first destination, yeah. it's about a 20 minute experience from there. And it is amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like, it's so immersive, like so immersive. And yeah. it's in three parts. They call it, it's in three acts, like a show. Oh. And act one is like the cave systems and the ride pre-show. And the ride pre-show is when you, you're in like the room and Ray is like, hey guys, I need some help. And mm. BB-8's like, beep, 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 beep. And ah, <laughs> you speak BB-8? <laughs> yes, I love it. Anyway, so they're there and then like you see like the video recording of like Poe or like the FaceTime, I guess, or something like that. And he's like The hey, FaceTime. That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Hey guys, I'm gonna help you. And then the other pilot is like, Hey guys, I'm gonna help you and it's a whole thing. Anyway, that's act yeah. one. Act two is your ascent into space aboard the I TS shuttle. Oh my so, gosh, can we talk about us in this? <laughs> So basically, you're you're on this shuttle into space, right? And the entire time, you know, there's like screens in the front and the back, which is so dumb. They're so stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. So there's screens going on, whatever. And we had seen, we had both seen things on Instagram of like what happens after this room, right? Like the doors basically open up, and there's people from what are they? What are they? <laughs> They're stormtroopers, the first order. Oh, the First Order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, a person there. So there's a person from the First Order who, like, just stands there right as the door open, right? And so Annie and I are, like, oh, my God, let's get right next to the door so that once it opens... <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so that once it opens, like, we're the, like, first ones that they see, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't get so- over that. <laughs> the door's open, but we're on the wrong side. And I'm literally, like, recording it. Like, my phone is up, like, ready for these doors to open. And it's happening behind us. And we're so stupid. So we're, like, the last to leave. Wait. Hear me out, though. Hear me out. So you walk in through the same doors you exit. Yeah, But there's also there's also, like, elevator doors on the other side. Yeah. So, like, it looks like you would walk through one and then you wouldn't really move, like the thing would shake and then you'd walk through to the next side. But yeah. instead you're on basically what is like a subway and it moves you from one location to the next also while like shaking and feeling like star tours and you're yeah. all standing. It's literally a subway. But we, so like we're not completely stupid. Like there was some common sense involved. Yeah, we just didn't yeah. think you'd walk through the same door you just walked through. Because, I don't know, whatever. Anyway. No, totally. That's the second act. And basically um, what <laughs> happens is you you start on Batu at the Resistance base and you get you get in the room and you talk to Ray and BB-8. Then you find out that Finn led a Resistance team to infiltrate the Star Destroyer, which if you're not a Star Wars person, it's like basically the Death Star, but it's Kylo's Death Star and it can literally explode a planet. Oh, we love that. Yeah, like the whole point, it's the Star Destroyer because it literally just destroys the planets. Yeah. Cool. So you're on your way to Leia's secret base. You get Mm -hmm. onto the ship, the shuttle, and it operates like a subway. It's led by Poe. And then I put in parentheses, daddy, because we love Poe. Of course. (laughs) 
<laughs> I remember he came on the screen and I was like, Rachel, who is that? Because <laughs> I hadn't seen seven, eight, or nine. Anyway, so you get caught and all these like TIE fighters find you. They're first order TIE fighters, obviously. And then they you get caught and they start fighting you. And then you get captured and you're like, oh no. And then act three is you aboard the Star Destroyer and it's your escape from the Star Destroyer. So fun. And I wrote, ultimately defeated, you end up on the Star Destroyer where there's, (laughs) and then I keyboard smashed a number. I, it's, I don't even know how many digits that is, where there's a million stormtroopers. And then I wrote, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, and then you wait in line for a little bit, but it's really not a long line. Like, I haven't waited. And it's fun. I've been on it twice. And yeah, it's fun. I haven't been in line for more than like five minutes. And the whole time you're talking because you're like, what just happened? And then by the time like you're done talking, you're literally getting on the ride. So you you get put into like these little lines and then you walk into this like room. Hux is there and then Kylo comes in and they like talk to you and they're like, tell me where the secret base is and you kind of just stand there and you're like no and then you see the wall next to you this is so cool you see the wall next to you kind of start to like what is it called like Like laser like yeah they're like lasering through it and then the door comes out and then it's all these cast members they're they're literally right off cast members but they're acting they're like hey we're here to break you out and you're like what and they're like we are here to break you out get on right now and they're like blue group blue group go 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 and we're like okay so it is important to like remember what color that they put you in like in line because that's where you sit and we got really lucky because we were in the front before we go on i don't know if you've ever seen this but there's these youtube videos that are like based on rides and it's basically it's called like how it works and they basically go through all the special effects of this ride specifically Ooh, do they talk about the why like the wi-fi wireless tracks um i think so i i do i and like there's a lot of things that you wouldn't realize like um the room with the at ats there's actually like a like massive like mirror that's like mirroring mirroring the like two actual ad ads that are there so that it looks like there's like more because it uh, looks like there are so many so yeah sorry i'm jumping ahead but i just think if no, look up that cool. video guys it's so cool i just love this ride i love like the way it is so like like we just said you're so you get on they like break you out you're led by an r5 unit and it's so cute and the wi-fi track is really cool which they talk about and i believe they talk about it in the imagineering story if i'm not I think so. If you, that's a good thing to watch too. Yeah, the Imagineering story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've done Wi-Fi tracks. They did it with the Ratatouille ride, and then In I Paris, think there's like yeah. one or two other ones. Yeah, this is the perfect place to use it. Oh, totally! And it's Amazing. the first time they've done it in Disneyland California, and they did. I know they did have a lot of like issues, like this ride was supposed to open with the park but it didn't and like apparently that's like a dead zone for wi-fi so these like wireless wi-fi tracks like straight up didn't work because they didn't think it through yeah it doesn't work over there like wi-fi doesn't happen over there i think it's really cool anyway now that it's open i think it's really cool that the wi-fi tracks like they get to decide where you're looking like super freely like they don't have to worry about like the way a track would like move or the way your car could move on the track whereas like they 
your vehicle has certain tracks to where it looks like you're gonna like you're really close to the other vehicle because there's like two in each set and then they have like their two separate pathways they go on you come back together and they always change the way you're looking so at one point like you come into a room and you're like completely turned around and then you turn around and like your whole thing turns around and kylo's standing there how cool right Mm -hmm. anyway i I could nerd on about the tracks themselves for like ever but I think the the coolest thing, like, this ride is just, like, the epitome of just so much detail and so much thought that was put Mm -hmm. into it, right? And the Imagineering story, like, goes in depth with it. But they basically, at one point, you kind of get, like, shot into space. And they were kind of like, how do we get this movement? And so they were like, okay, well, we're going to take, like, how Indiana Jones works and how, like... It moves a ride vehicle, right? And then we're going to take Star Tours and how, like, you're kind of, like, in a 4D situation. So you're, like, moving with everything, right? And then we're going to take the drop system from Tower of Terror. And that's going to be the thing that, like, shoots you into it. And it's so cool. Like, it's just so realistic like we shouldn't know how it feels to get shot into space and now suddenly like we have that feeling yeah you know that's exactly what I was gonna say is like because there's so many things like so many things that this ride demands they use so many different like kind of ride mechanics that we've seen before and like combine them so like when you drop and you're in your escape pod it's like you're not dropping more than like 20 feet oh yeah you feel like you are dropping like yeah your heart drops with you like I literally my heart fell into my butt I was like what is happening but it's so Rachel knew what was happening Rachel was prepped and I was like what what's what's going on I dropped so I was like Annie hold my hand (laughs) and And it was it was not bad but I just like freak myself out over drops I was like oh my god but no if you're afraid of Tower of Terror it's nothing like it is that like movement but it's not bad so don't no, be afraid not at all yeah. also like I really love the effects like I want to say like the lightsaber part so like Kylo comes after you and he's like oh like tell me where you are where you're going where's the hidden secret base or whatever right and then a door closes you're like bye Kylo peace out see mm-hmm. you later and he takes his lightsaber this is why I fell in love with Kylo Ren mm-hmm. he takes his lightsaber and does a circle in the ceiling and you see his lightsaber come down from the ceiling and create a hole in the sky and you watch his lightsaber do the whole thing and you're just sitting there like oh what like how do they even do that so amazing it's so weird you're there's this one room where you're in where i'm my term terminology right now is going to be so off but just hear (laughs) me out guys you're in a room where there's like things shooting out into space right and your, like, R5 unit is trying to maneuver in and out. And you, like, it moves back and forth as if, like, to it's like, okay, we can go. Oh, no, 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 wait, we got to back up. Okay, now we can go. And, like, it gets through it. It's so cool. Like, yeah, I love this ride. Yeah. that No, you were exactly right. Apparently, they're just cannons because I literally asked the same okay, question. I was like, yeah. what are these things? I was like, what are the big cannons called? And my friend was like, cannons. The cannons. I was like, okay. <laughs> but I don't know. I love the ride. The ride, like... Like I said, it kind of, like, I don't know why or how I just have, like, problems, but I fell in love with Kylo Ren. It's because I was, like, I was, like, about to come out of a relationship, or was I right out of the relationship? Were you out of it? Yeah, you were out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, first boy I see, Kylo Ren. (laughs) 
And now it's like taken over my life and like, I'm not going to say like Kylo made me a Star Wars fan because like, that's okay. Yeah. But like, I, like, I love Star Wars. Like he's not the creation of my love for Star Wars, but like he definitely helped and like embellished and pushed it. And like, I will say like, it kind of took my Kylo obsession, which I'm like, I'm not getting over, but it's like subdued a little bit. Whereas like, I'm, I'm now like on an Anakin kick and like, I'm still in Star Wars. I can get on that. Yeah, we don't, I can't talk about Anakin right now. I'm just, love him. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all I had to say about that ride. That Do you would, have anything else? Yeah. No, just ride it. Just yeah, experience honestly, it. it's worth it. It's worth going at like 8 a.m. Like even if you're like, I don't want to, especially if you like live local or like just it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. And if you're coming from out of town, carve out like none of your other plans matter. You make this reservation like you go in that morning. Get your boarding pass and then carve out the rest of your day around your when your boarding pass is going to get called. And you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not waiting in line, really. I mean, until like your You just wait till your boarding pass gets called and then don't you have an hour, two hours? Yes. Yeah. You have two hours, I think. So the most important part is just that you get into the park and then do your research on how to get a good like boarding group. But it's possible and it's not hard. Just you need to be there on time. You can't be there late. So. Yeah. Do we have a game? Before we get to the game, we're going to take a really quick break here. And then when we come back, we are going to do, we're going to take quizzes and find Ooh. out what Star Wars characters we are. So, Ooh. yes. Alrighty, everybody, we are back and we have our BuzzFeed quizzes up and ready. Love. So this is the which Star Wars character from the new trilogy are you? So we're going to take it together, go through each question. Yeah. you want me to read the first one? Yeah, go ahead. Really go back and forth. Okay. So the first question is, how would you spend your ideal Saturday night at my home with my pets, at a bar, drinking with my friends, on a date with an intergalactic bay, <laughs> plotting revenge on my enemies. Oh my god! <laughs> binge like watching my fa- <laughs> binge watching my favorite TV shows on a vacation far, far away. I feel like I'd be out with my friends, so I'm gonna put at a bar. Even though like the bar location is not yeah. entirely accurate, but I'd be like out. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely at home with my pets. The next one. Ooh, easy one. If given the choice, what color would your lightsaber be? We have green, blue, red, purple, yellow, and orange. Um, are you red? I like red because I like the power it holds, but purple's prettiest, and I would want a purple one. I so was going to say purple. purple. Yeah, I was going to purple. purple. Heck okay, cool. yes. I don't even know anything about it, but I want purple. <laughs> oh, good luck. The next one has, like, Yeah, sorry, words. guys. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Choose a ship to cruise with... Oh, sorry. Choose a ship to cruise the galaxy with. So we have, frick, the Millennium Falcon, (laughs) the Star Destroyer, a TIE Fighter, X-Wing, Naboo Starfighter, and I'll stay on my land... Wait, I'll stay on land in my speeder. Oh, is that like what they do in um, the original... the prequels, like when Anakin's racing. Yeah, where Anakin's a speed racer. <gasps> that's so fun, but, like, I wouldn't want to do that. That's lame. This is hard for me because, like, I have to pick if, like, 
if I want to be with Han or, I mean, I guess he's, like, not going to be there. But, like, if I want to be with Han or if I want to be with Kylo. I'm going to stick it out with my man Chewie and I'm going to go the Millennium Falcon. I'm going to go Star Destroyer and I honestly, I was looking at quizzes earlier and I kind of thought the same thing. I don't think I'd want to blow up stars with it. Yeah, but it's cool to have the power. Yeah, honestly. Like, I would like to go blow up, like, a planet that nobody lives on, like, a trashed planet, how Earth is going to be in, like, a bunch, a bunch of years when, like, we're not living here anymore and we're in space. I want to blow up a plash, a a trash planet like (laughs) Earth. A plash planet. Just because. Just girly things. Just girly thing. Me and Kylo living our best lives. I love how I was like, I'm not choosing the millennium. Spoiler alert. I love how I was like, I'm not choosing the millennium falcon because Han is dead. And then I'm like, oh, let's go on the Star Destroyer to be with Kylo. Whatever, whatever. (laughs) All right, next one. Which quality is most important to you in a friend? Humor, compassion, honesty, adventurous, creativity, and ambition. Well, mine is loyalty and that's not a choice. But that's kind of like honesty, right? Or like, I don't know, compassion. Yeah, but those are so lame. Well, yeah, they're they're all lame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm between a, I'm between ambition and honesty. I was thinking adventurous too, but I don't really need that because ambition is ambitious and adventurous are like kind of similar. Yeah. You know, like I feel like ambitious people are often adventurous, so I'm just gonna take both. But I like want people where I can like call them and be like hey get in the star destroyer we're going shopping Heck yeah but also i hate like i can't stand when people aren't honest like it's a pet peeve yeah so i don't know i kind of want to put humor <laughs> do it i'm gonna put ambition i did it i clicked i'm gonna do humor Ooh, choose an original trilogy character to be your partner in crime we have yoda obi-wan kenobi Lan- I'm just going to say Lando. I'm not going to say his last name. Perfect. Darth Vader, R2-D2, or Han Solo. This is hard. Oh my god. Ooh. I'm between Yoda, Darth Vader, and R2-D2, truly. I'm between R2, Han, and Obi-Wan and Yoda and Darth Vader. <laughs> and all of them. Not Lando. Sorry, Lando. Bye. I, I'm not going to do Darth Vader because I'm like an Anakin stan. Like, Darth Vader, I'm just like... Whatever, yeah. but like Anakin's my boy, and it's not Anakin anymore. True. I'm gonna put R two D two. I did <sighs> I don't it. R two or Han. I'm do Han. Sorry, <gasps> she's on my on my Leia BS right now. Ooh, this is fun because I actually kind of want. I've like been thinking about tattoos a lot lately, just because I want tattoos. Yeah. There you so go. this one, <laughs> I won't start. I won't tattoo any of these because I would never tattoo a Star Wars a Star Wars quote <laughs> on my body. I'd probably tattoo like something like a little picture or something i'm not a words person anyway (laughs) she has a star wars quote to tattoo on your body you're my only hope i find your lack of faith disturbing do or do not there is no try i got a bad feeling about this never tell me the odds the force will be with you always i don't even know what half of these things are these are like i want to do you're my only hope because of when carrie fisher was like help me obi-wan whoever the Beep, you are. You're my only hoe. Dude, you know what it reminds me of? What? I think it's from, is it from Shrek or something? But it's like, you're our only hoe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing The Force Will Be With You Always. Okay, I'm going to do You're My Only Hope. <gasps> <laughs> what did you get? I got Kylo! I got Ray. 
Oh my gosh, are we in love? Oh, oh my gosh, we're soul mates. Star mates. What does yours say? This is so intense. Mine says, you got Ray. You've certainly lived through some difficult experiences in this life, but you've, you're incredibly self-sufficient thanks to those trying times. Because of your brave nature and resilience, you're someone others look for leadership and direction. Honestly, true. Okay, they're like a Ray stan because Kylo's is so much shorter than that. Really? But it's cool. They probably, the person who probably made this was like, obsessed with ray and like wanted to get ray when they took the quiz and like made all their answers like ray's answers totally that's just me i got kylo it says you're passionate driven and probably have a really cool mom tbh (laughs) while your emotions can sometimes sometimes it's in parentheses be misdirected you're a strong person at your core i'll take it because i'm kylo i love that oh so good that was so much fun (laughs) yeah fun times Anyway, that's our episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you aren't already, please make sure you're following us on our Instagram. It's just at Pixie Dust Discussions. Um, Make sure you're following us wherever you listen to podcasts. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Even if you don't listen on iTunes, all it takes is 30 seconds to open up iTunes, look at Pixie Dust Discussions, tap the five stars. If you're not going to tap five stars, don't tap at all. You can email us. Our email's in the episode description. If you have any give us your facts ideas. and opinions. Yeah, if you have any feedback. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And that's and... it. That's the episode. Yeah, yay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Because, like, the red... Oh, we're not going to get into this. I was going to be like, yes, the red kyber crystal. It's, like, when you're filled with hatred. And, like, Kylo's Ooh. is broken because, like, he's so filled. Anyway. <laughs> and that's the end of Annie's nerd segment. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. This, en- this entire podcast is that. <laughs> Honestly.